It's time for everyone's most favorite part of the show. Yes, that's right. It's our Battle Bards reminder. We are using sound effects from Battle Bards. If you're interested in what you hear in this show, go check out BattleBards.com. By signing up for a Prime account, you get streaming access to your sound. You get to use fancy tools to help build out your soundscapes for your games. And if you use our special discount code of STACK, you get a 20% discount on a Prime subscription account. Also, before we get going, we want to share our contact information. If you're interested in interacting with us through Twitter or Instagram, you can find us at Stackodice. Our email address is stack.o.dice at gmail.com. We have a nice wiki that's growing by the week of different places and people and things that we are encountering in this ongoing adventure. And if you're at all interested in leaving us a review, we'd love to hear from you through iTunes. Feel free to drop us a review and let us know what you think about our show. Let's start with a question, and this may be easier for some to answer than others. I don't know. Uh, Meredith, how do you feel you have grown as a player in the last six months? Um, Just an overall confidence, I think. More familiarity with game mechanics, the fear of saying something outlandish and and super embarrassing has kind of gone down, I guess, because it's helped to wash away the memory of, of my first couple of forays into Dungeons and Dragons in past years, which neither of which went very well at all. At least not in my memory. You guys get kicked out of them, I guess. <laughs> um, but I, I just think overall, gen- in general, my confidence has gone up and feel a little bit more settled in. I've seen it. Yeah, definitely. And it seems to be resonating with the folks who listen to the show because we get a lot of feedback about Tira and it's been a lot of fun to see. And uh, so thank you all for the feedback you've given and we'd just love to hear from you. How about you, Michael? I have not changed at all. I'm the same today as I was six months ago. Perfect. Thank you. I I think I've never actually been um, so into the character to try to play them. I've always just taken the statistics on the sheet been myself and just tried to get as much experience points as possible but this one trying to maybe feel how this character feel just playing the character is the is this really is really kind of the first time i've ever done it so yeah yeah. and what have you found as a result of that um it makes the game better honestly um at first i probably i felt probably maybe a little cheesy or whatever but um but yeah it 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 makes the game it makes the game more fun really I don't know that anything you've ever said has come off as sounding cheesy. So I guess everything that we feel uncomfortable about is it's all in our heads, <laughs> which is kind of interesting to think about. Anything else? That's it. Good. Thane? Well, for the most part, I've just been kind of exploring about how I play Dungeons & Dragons because I have not really been a player in a game for a really long time. I've been a dungeon master for... The majority of the, for the majority of the time, and so it's it's fun to just be able to be the player for once, and also helps me get a perspective on how to improve my dungeon master ring ring ring. Um, cut that out. It helps to improve my dungeon mastering. He's not um, cutting that out. You just repeated yourself twice. <laughs> Say it one more time. <laughs> Proud <laughs> people. Proud people. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Uh, so you finding you're finding that being a player is actually helping with your DMing also. I guess, yeah. Yeah. 
good. And I guess as a DM, I feel like I've grown through this experience. First of all, just podcasting in general. It, I was, wasn't sure how I'd feel about it getting started, but as we've gone, I feel like I've become more comfortable with a lot of things, including hearing my own voice, which is really weird. Is it as much work as you thought it would be? I think it's more. Okay. <clears throat> I think it's more, but I've tried some different things with this game that I've not tried in other games. So the whole cutscene thing I've never done in a game before. And it's been a lot of fun to see not only how that helps to broaden the feel of the world, but also your reactions whenever we get to one. And uh, so that's just a lot of fun to see. But also I've been trying not to build the story too much in advance. So I see where you're headed and I try and build where I think it's going to go next. And sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. And either way is fine, but... I think this new approach is a little more liberating to me because I don't have to have everything planned out. In fact, it's better that it not be. I, I like to think I have an imagination, and sometimes when we play, I think about things or what I might hear, especially when you're describing what a town looks like or something like that. But I like listening to it after the fact, when you've actually put the sounds in of the people in the background and the horses or the, or the water flowing or something, mm-hmm. and it, it brings more to life the story. That's what I appreciate most about the podcast. Uh, the sound effects really help establish the world, I think. I really enjoyed that. Great. Follow a band of intrepid friends as they seek to understand the world changing around them and as they work together to face a growing evil. Enter a world of adventure and mystery in Bardalon. Hello everyone, stackers, one and all. This is Rhett, the dungeon master of this 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons adventure set in the homebrewed world of Vardalon. With me is... Meredith as Tira Ironstag. Michael as Womberbash Benson Mom. Thane as Peter Greyhawk. At long last, the heroes of Arden are inside the city of Jama, and they're growing more uncomfortable by the moment. Slaves are everywhere, and more disturbingly, there's even a representative from Moraga to negotiate a special shipment. But the mission must go on. The friends have found the first of the jewels of Edelin, the city of Jama, and must now figure out what to do next. Who's ready to tell a story? Me. Me. You are lined up in this processional entrance for the Surdan and his family. And as the guards reach the outer gate, they also form a processional avenue of their own. And eventually it's the, the file of camels with the howdahs on their back, the enclosed boxes on them with individuals inside of each one. And these camels come trotting slowly in a single file through this archway, and there's silence, which is hard to believe uh, with all the people here, but there's not one sound of a voice or a cough or anything. Complete silence to welcome the Surdan and his royal family. And as they pull up at last to the entrance to the great tent, a series of guards push through the crowd and open each of the howdahs' doors and help these people down and they're wearing cloth of gold some of them wear silver highlights Uh, you see a surprisingly young looking man who appears to be the Sudan himself stepping down gently from his camel 
and everyone in the front row just drops to one knee and bows the head. And that leaves the three of you standing there unaware of exactly. <laughs> I'm going to quickly uh, copy what whoever's. Uh, so I'm standing right behind. You're standing Perkins. right. Yes. So I'm going to do whatever Perkins is doing. Okay. I'll do the same. I do too, but grudgingly. Okay. You're the last one down. Last Tara. one down pretty half-heartedly. <laughs> All right. He doesn't seem to notice. He is. He doesn't busy. notice whether I've bowed or not because I'm so short. <laughs> Stand up. I could stay standing and no one no. They're kneeling in. They can't see you. Yeah. There is a short conversation as the vizier steps forward in his black robes, and they speak very quietly in their language, and then they disappear inside the tent, and the rest of the family follows shortly after. As soon as they are all inside, there's a moment of silence, and then everyone begins dispersing. The, the hubbub of voices speaking in this open, sandy courtyard begins to increase. And now life begins anew in the city of Jama. So he's gone on into the fancy he's, tent? He's gone back into the grand tent. And shortly after he went in, you saw Mr. Nettleford Perkins also swing inside, presumably to resume his place in the waiting room. So before we actually do anything, I'm going to kind of uh, talk to, to you two. i say, so wait, why exactly are we going to go see the Sodan? We're not going to see the Sodan. We're just waiting for Nettleford Perkins to finish his business and then hopefully give us some answers about the slave trade so we can try and find Amish. Well, Tara, you seem to have calmed down a lot in the past couple seconds. Do I sound calm? No. <laughs> hey, you know what? Maybe, maybe um, Tara and I should go and try to find out what the jewel of, our, uh, of Jama is. Um, Peter, do you think you could observe and try to figure out where Amish, Amish is? Uh, I guess. Because, quite frankly, I kind of want to keep Tira away from this stuff because I think she's going to explode. But if we're, like, focused on something else, maybe, maybe, maybe that'll keep her calm. Makes sense. So, so what do you think, Tira? Do you think you and I should figure out or try to find a, a, a wise man or some library and try to figure out what the jewel is here? Yeah, I, I really don't want to spend any more time here. I don't want to talk to that guy again. Peter, don't give any money to anyone. Okay. Okay. I don't want to talk to that man again. <laughs> He's not a He's guy. He's not a guy. <laughs> um, and I don't know, he seemed almost most most disposed to speak to you, Peter, I guess he, for whatever reason. You look fancy. You do look fancy. fancy. Fancier than Bash and me, anyway. All right, so the plan right now is for Tira and Womberbash to... Split up and try to find um, a library of sorts or some type of a, a historian or something to figure out what's going on with okay. that. Okay, meanwhile, Peter is going to find Amish. Yeah. You yes. stay here and see what you can find out from Nettleford Perkins. I, I think when we're all done, we should just meet up back at the, the hotel. Yes, we'll okay. just meet back at our room. Makes sense. We'll start with the two of you. Is there a guard around somewhere? There are guards all over the place. They are focused on making sure that they look presentable and that they're falling into place where they need to be. Uh, excuse me, sir. Uh, I'm trying to find like a library... Or like a, somebody who, who knows a lot of history about this town? He raises a hand and points in the, let's say, two o'clock position. But he says, Do you have the Surdan's approval? 
yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To go to the library? When you get to the library, then, you must present his token in order to gain access. Okay, okay, thank you. We don't have a token from the Sardan. Uh, but we have gold tokens, so I'm hoping that'll be enough. Maybe we can just pay them off. This town's corrupt enough, maybe we can just buy our way in. Okay, <laughs> so you head to the two o'clock position? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you push your way through. Now that the Sardan has arrived and a lot of the pomp of the situation has passed, uh, people are less inclined to be snappy about their movement, and especially since he's inside the Grand Tent and he's not watching them, they're a little more slow and moving, so you, you do have to kind of force your way through this crowd. But you make your way, I'd say, in about three minutes to the two o'clock position, and there is a tent up on the disc there. And mounting the steps, you find that you're looking at a beautiful green fabric, like a deep, foresty, almost tending toward black, but just a deep green. There is a an attendant standing outside the door of this tent. And as you approach, he raises a hand and speaks again in several languages, but the third one that he speaks is Edeline. Do you seek entrance into the library? Yes. Please show me your token from the Sudan. I reach around in my bag and I pull out five pieces of gold. I said, I just hand it out to him. He looks at your hand with one eyebrow cocked, And he smiles and says, I am afraid I am worth more than five. And I only accept tokens from the Sudan. How about seven? I reach back out and I have 20. (laughs) There is no token from the Sudan here, I am afraid. What about one of those other fancy ones we have? Platinum. A platinum. Give him a platinum. Put the gold bag in the platinum. How much is platinum worth? That's ten. ten, isn't it? Oh, ten? Ooh. Ten gold. Yeah. So I pull out ten platinum. <laughs> he, he smiles gently, and he folds your fingers over the coins and says, I cannot be bought, my friend. You I just must can't, show me the token. I just can't seem to find the right token. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is there anything better than platinum? What is wrong with this? What? Actually, okay, what's with this? What's I, the token? I, from we this we don't really want inside. We just want to talk to somebody that knows about about this 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 city. We are very careful with our knowledge here. The Sudan must approve your entering our library. Okay, thank you very much for your information. He bows slightly. And then goes back to standing there. Okay, so we've back, maybe backed away a few paces. <laughs> well, if this Peter place, hasn't sabotaged the whole thing, maybe we need to go back to Peter. <laughs> what is wrong with this city? We turn around and the, he the, the, alarm. the whole thing's on fire. You <laughs> <laughs> see oh, Pete run, running. Run, run. <laughs> I what? didn't know. <laughs> what is wrong with this city? People can't, they can't be bought. In. <laughs> no, I mean, they're very careful with their knowledge. You have to have the Sirdan's permission just to go in there and look at anything about that. I hate this place. I hate this place. I mean, not to mention, I think if we have to explain why we're here, I doubt they're going to give us any any permission to get in this place. Well, Is there a way to sneak in? Into the library? Yes. yes. These are tents. <laughs> yes. Yeah. How big is this tent? The tent is 25 feet Radius, so it's a fifty-foot diameter, okay. which is gigantic. That's almost two thousand square feet of 
area. Well, there's got to be a loose seam in this thing somewhere. <laughs> and it is a cloth wall. Um, can you walk around the edge of mm-hmm. the tent? There is about a three-foot walkway around between the edge of the tent and the edge of the platform. And, uh, Just so you know, this is by far the largest disc out of all the discs. Wow, okay. It's bigger than the grand disc? No, that, that's not on a disc. That's just on the sand. So they just set that one up every time they stop? Yes. Oh, I missed that part. And um, there's only one entrance, and that's where the, the attendant essentially mm-hmm. was. And um, are there other people around the edge of this disc? There are no other people, so you're just walking the, yes. s- mm-hmm. the circumference. You walk around it, and you don't see anybody. You don't even see anybody down below on the outside of the disc. Should we try to sneak in? Yes. But if we get caught, it could, we could, we could be we'll in We'll be no worse off than we are now. I think we would be, because we're sort of free now. <laughs> You're not rational these days. <laughs> when was I ever? You're really leaning into this barbarian thing. Um, Am I leaning in? You're into leaning it? in. <laughs> I'm leaning into it. I mean, uh, can I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go down to the bottom of the tent and try to lift up the bottom a little bit. How, loose, how loose is it? The fabric seems to be pegged down every few feet. You can lift it a little bit, but as you lift it, you notice underneath you see the foot of a wooden bookshelf or a scroll shelf. And um, did that guy, what kind of clothes did the attendant have on him? He was wearing a, not white, but like a light sand-colored robe that looked very flowing and in keeping with others. Did it have any pockets? Not that you saw. And, and platinum is the highest? Yes. Okay. In the meanwhile, I'm just yes. kind of standing in front of the grand tent, just kind of thinking, because I was I was kind of hoping to catch uh, Nilford Perkins when he comes out of the tent when he's done with his business with the uh, Serdan. Maybe talk to him one on one. You don't hear anything. You're you're staying outside the grand tent altogether. Yeah. You're there. I'm gonna say you're gonna be there for a good twenty minutes. Okay. Okay, so we'll go back to the others, but just so I understand what you're doing, you're waiting for him to emerge so you can basically waylay him and ask him a bunch of questions. Sure. Okay. Um, I'm going to say, Tara, hold on a second, just wait right right here. I'm going to run around the edge and back to the attendant. I'm going to pull out one platinum coin, and I'm going to give it to the attendant saying, look, I'm really sorry uh, for bothering you. I'd I'd like to give you this just just to say I'm sorry. I apologize. Does he take it? You are kind. I have plenty of pay from the Surdan. No, I mean, I would just feel better if, if, if you took it. I apologize. Here. That is all right. I do not need it. I appreciate your gesture. All right. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, what were you hoping he would take it so you could, like, throw a punch or something? No, no, no. I was hoping he would take it. Uh-huh. And then if we sneak in and we get caught, we could just say, hey, dude he, he said we could come oh. in if we just gave him a platinum, but he yeah. didn't take it. The <sighs> stupid... all right um Hmm. you're smaller than i am i am smaller than you um would you want to risk trying to go in if i pull up one end of the tent yep okay you ready to try it okay yeah okay how far away am i from peter oh my goodness um it took us three minutes to walk there from the grand tent it's a pretty good distance is it more than 150 feet? Oh, yeah. So it's outside of your telepathy range? Yes. <laughs> the DM's not working with me here. 
Okay. You could set up a repeater along. The way. <laughs> yeah, exactly, a Wi-Fi. Uh, there's Peter, there. and then there's repeater. <laughs> oh man! And then re-repeater. Okay. All right. Um. All right. So I I gently and slowly try to lift up the edge of the the tent. I guess we've kind of gone around the. Are we at the very opposite? Yeah, we're the opposite of where the tent is. Okay. I, I'm looking around and making sure no one's around. No one is around, and you lift the fabric because it's pegged down every few feet. You manage to raise it maybe a foot and a half. You can squeeze under, but it's going to be pretty tight. Okay. Can I just like move some of the sand? You're on the disc. Oh, that's right. It's on the disc. Okay. Can I move part yeah. of the disc? Yeah. <laughs> With your axe. You start crawling under and your head immediately bumps into another shelf. Is there room for me to go sideways behind it? No. Well, no. No. These shelves are all up against... The, the outer outside. wall of the tent. And there's no gap between the... Uh... There's no gap between them. Now, these shelves appear to be maybe three feet wide so that they follow the interior of Can the... She Can I slide it forward? Yeah. Give of... me a strength check. Oh, That's one of my biggest ones, so... Did someone kind of notice if a shelf just started moving? What? <laughs> these another, stupid dice! Another three! Another <laughs> three! You see Tira stretched out at your feet. You just see these legs sticking out from under. You, you see her. You see her go. <laughs> was, was it the bookshelf or her? <laughs> the bookshelf or the scroll shelf inside does not seem to move. Can I try it again? <laughs> Let's. Tira's not gonna give it her one shove. Come on. <laughs> Okay, you have to say something to Wamberbash. This is your penance. You have to tell him something, and then you can try it again. I have to tell him something? Explain why you failed. It won't move. (laughs) Well, I mean, like, you're pretty strong. Can't you just, like... Well, this disc is slippery. I can't get my good footing here. Here, Kneel down here and let me brace against your knee. I'm going to hold on to your feet and push with your feet. All right, roll again. (laughs) You feel her legs tighten as she pushes and... Okay, so that's 15. Oh, 15. 15 total? Yeah. Yeah. And do you have proficiency with that? I have proficiency. I have both of these colored in. So you add four plus you get your proficiency bonus. Plus two. So so actually it's 17. You hear a snap because the shelves have been moored to the disc because in transit they they would be wobbling if they were not secured. (laughs) You hear a snap and... Oh, no. no. The DM's rolling. This is not good. The shelf pitches forward into the tent, and you hear a crash as the entire shelf topples forward, and then there's the sound of parchment just tumbling out of the shelf. And now the way into the tent is open. (laughs) Yes! Mission accomplished. Score. However... It's at the very back. Is somebody really standing right there? You, can't you hear to... voices inside speaking. Okay, so hurry up. They and sound get out. alarmed. Hurry up and get out from underneath the, the, uh, the, 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 the okay. tent. Okay, all, okay. Right. all right. So we're on the outside now. Yes. Let's run around to the front. Um, when we look in, what do we see? First of all, you can't look in because there's a curtain drawn across the doorway okay, but... and the attendant is standing there. He hasn't been called to the trouble or anything? <laughs> so I, did I break the shelf? Yes, you saw it. Break right. free from the floor mounting, mm-hmm. and I just pitched forward. Right, so they're going to no... clear it out, but I mean, they, how are they going to just going to mount it right back up there immediately? 
In other words, is there going to be a, a is there going to be a, a gap, gap there, there once they kind of clean up and they'll be like, well, we'll have to fix that later or whatever. Presumably, it's going to take time. Yeah. All right. Well, let's, we let's 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 leave let's leave the area for right now. Yeah. I think just to give them. Yeah. Yeah. So, we, so we, <laughs> two suspicious looking Morrigans jam yeah. their hands into their pockets and walk away whistling. Oh, <laughs> One of them is wearing heavy furs in the desert. Let's find Peter. All right. Well, I mean. There, we can't get into the library at this minute, but you said you want to look for a, maybe a, a wise man or a something. Like, yeah, you think yeah. He's, Let's you think try he's going to be in here? Well, I would think so because this is where all the wisdom is recorded. But sure, let's try to find someplace else. Oh, let me go back up to the attendant and say, "Hey, I'm sorry to bother you again. Um, <laughs> is, is there like someone like a wise man around here or or someone um, that we can we can talk to? We're far away from um, the places where we pray, and and we just want to talk to someone." The wisest of all work in this library. Of course. Okay, can you can you call him to up up to the, the the door? They cannot be summoned. In the meanwhile, I'm kind of I'm kind <laughs> of. There's I'm, no guards around this guy at all. No guards. It's just him. Just him. All right, I'm gonna stab him in his throat. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? No, no. Wait, for real? For no, real? No. Oh. no, honey, no. Man, let's go to uh, Peter. Let's, yes. We're gonna wait, say this. Wait a Put a pin in that one <laughs> while we try and figure out what to do. All right. So I'm I'm kind of sitting here. Um, I've got I've got an idea. Okay. Um, well, I've got two ideas. One for the Amesh problem. One for the jewel of of Jama problem. Okay. Uh, but I'm going to first work with the Amesh one. I'm just gonna I'm I'm waiting till Perkins comes out. Nettleford Perkins. <laughs> yes, because if you just call him Perkins, he's going to flip out. <laughs> yes, like he did with you when we went. Yeah. It's Nettleford Perkins. Okay. <laughs> After a suitable amount of time, the tent flap is drawn back by one of the interior guards, and Parsifal Nettleford Perkins stoops through the doorway, walks out into the sunshine with a huge grin on his face. He appears to have accomplished everything he came to do. <laughs> He sees you standing there with the sun gleaming off of the scales of your armor. And he says, are you still here? Are you still here? Yes, I was, <laughs> I was hoping to have a word with you. First of all, I want to apologize for the actions of my comrades. They can be brusque at times. Um, I do my best to keep them in line, but one can't do everything. You're selling us out. <laughs> I'm used it's, to you hear the rumbling of a bus. It's, it's called being yeah. a diplomat. <laughs> Go ahead, Peter. No, I'm keep assuming going. you're keep going. Just, yeah. If you break your stream too oh. much, he's going to give up oh. on you. Well, but I was wanting to discuss um, the slave trade with you. Well, what about it? He seems to be in better spirits now that his purpose for being here has been accomplished. Well, for someone so experienced as you, I thought you would have... Walk with me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like you, friend. <laughs> with someone so experienced as you, I was hoping you would give me some insight. So I was kind of... I've been thinking about purchasing for myself a, a servant. I prefer not to use the term slave, but servant, perhaps. But um, I was kind of thinking... Back in my homeland, Moriga... Um, well, sorry. I forget. So uh, it's it's difficult to imagine people as important as you living in the same country as I. Um, oh boy, laying it on thick. <laughs> 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 um, but um, in my village, people of other races are very hard to come by, and so I was thinking of perhaps getting a human slave. So, so, so people, people, dif- people, as, differ- people <laughs> as different, people as different. 
Sorry. People as different as from humans as the as these uh, shamans and Sakash are so difficult to come by, and I would prefer to get myself a human slave, um, servant, sorry, a human servant. And I was just kind of wondering if, where, where could I get? You've arrived at your destination. And he- <laughs> <laughs> He's like, get this prattling doofus away from me. <laughs> well, it's been fun. <laughs> Says Carrie Elwes. <laughs> I was just wondering, where could I get a human slave? So you've come to the point at last. Human slaves. Well, the shipment I have arranged is a large one. I have, I believe, three humans in the mix. Hmm. I think most Morrigans are more interested in the exotic. Naturally, naturally. Quite. (laughs) Ah, you speak my language. I do indeed. (laughs) It's a good thing Tira's not here. She punched (laughs) Peter in the jaw. Why are you acting like that? (laughs) Go ahead, babe. Um, Yeah, I was just just wondering, if I were to purchase a human servant, who or where should I go to see? Well, the vizier... (laughs) All that to say that. (laughs) Who or where should I go to see? (laughs) Just Sorry, I'm terrible at this. Oh, honey. Peter isn't. I am. Most individual slave purchases are done through the vizier. Okay. Well, honey, just ask him about the three human slaves he has in his but, shipment. Um, what about the three humans? Like, uh, Well, that's part of a package deal, and those must go to Moriga. Must go? Okay. Oh, I see your friends have decided to join us. Uh, I must be gone. Uh, okay. No, wait, come back. <laughs> I need to punch you. <laughs> he... he disengages from you. It almost seems like he's trying to avoid touching you as he passes by. And it seems like his regular condescension is coming upon him again. Nice. He walks stiffly up the stairs and into the dark blue tent and disappears from sight. So we saw him with Peter. (laughs) The stairs to the disc. Did you talk to that guy? Did you talk to him? Yes, I did. What happened? Well, um, I didn't get much. I was just asking about where I could find human slaves so as to see if we could find someone. Uh, someone. Did like he have any? He's got three three humans in the shipment going Did to Did you America. ask to see him? Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> I spent all my time trying to figure out how to ask him about the human slave trade. <laughs> I'm so terrible. <laughs> Poor pumpkin. So, I mean, okay. So, I... I, I I don't understand how he talked to you. Why did he talk to you? I really don't know. I mean... Liar! <laughs> <laughs> well, I told him you guys were brusque and... I apologize profusely. I apologized for you. I was ashamed I was to be seen with you. Diplomacy is what hey, I use. warmed up to me at once. It was great. Okay, so do you um, think you'll be able to talk to him again if you see him later on tonight? Probably... Uh, what about you guys? Uh, how, how much? <laughs> so <laughs> what you find? Let's out. change the subject right now. <laughs> how well, things go for you guys? We found a lot the library and and even like maybe the person we have to talk to, but the stupid guy at the door or of the tent wouldn't let us in because we don't have um, the permission of of the king guy here. The Sardan. The Sardan. The pretend king here. 
Hang on. I don't even know how we can go see him to even get permission. So we need we to get we need to get permission from Sardan we to do. get into the well, library. Just to get we, in there and even just to talk to the guys, person. Guys, I have an idea. I have an idea. What's your idea? We don't ever cut me off again. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible you slap Peter. <laughs> <laughs> we are going to pretend to be traveling historians. And we're going to go see, appeal to the Sardan and ask if we can have access to the library so as to complete some kind of book. I, well, apparently nothing works here but extreme flattery. So I hope you have that all figured out. Yeah, but how would you know that? I don't think I could be dressed <laughs> like this and at work. Like, yeah, we yeah. Should I was going to say different yeah, clothes. We should, we should get because I, I certainly can't be the historian because I'm all in armor and stuff. But maybe, maybe Bash. Maybe. I think we should all change into some different right, clothes. I mean, I, I could be like a traveling bodyguard or something because these these areas are dangerous. By the way, having stood out in the sun for a long time. You are quite hot and very uncomfortable in the metal armor. Yeah, it sounds like a good idea. Let's, let's get a change of clothes. <laughs> let's go buy some robes, but like, let's get some really nice looking ones. Yeah, yeah. we have to yeah. look important apparently to get anything in this town. So we're, we're at the blue tent. Yes, you are. At I'm going to walk tent. up there and talk to who? Who's the Morgul guy again? Morgul. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, I ha- I do have a change of clothes. I got I got them while we were in Encar. I mean, I bought desert traveling clothes, but we want like impressive yeah, robes. We, 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 and want, we, we want, want to look, look like the Sudan or whatever. Okay, I mean, all right. Uh, you, you're asking the, the, I the guess Morgan the hotelier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The you're con- ask- concierge. <laughs> <laughs> you're asking him his name. Yeah, can can I? Yeah, what's his name? Cameron. Cameron. Okay. Yeah. How, how are you all doing? Uh, yeah. Uh, good. Where can we get like clothes, like really, oh, sure. really nice robes? Yes. Uh, you might want to go see Imkash. He is, oh, he's right over there, and he points across to the 8 o'clock position. Now, by the way, uh, is this guy going to be on the up and up? Because we went to go see Percival Nettleford Perkins, and he was extremely rude, and you told us to go to him. Imkash is a friend of mine. You'll be fine. Okay. All right, so what time is it, by the way? It is right at about noon. So it's the heat of the day, Okay. and the city tends to shut down kind of siesta you might if you hurry you might get there yo guys hang on a second i i just said yo guys yo guys <laughs> hey guys let's be picking up some dorvish i'm gonna go to our room quickly i'm just gonna put on my habit instead okay, okay. well hurry up because okay. we gotta go I, I i go into a room i doff my armor put on my habit and i come back out okay while you're in there you can hear somebody moving in the sleeping compartment next to yours <laughs> okay dude okay you hear him humming to himself it is the voice of mm-hmm. Parsifal Nettleford Perkins. Well, I can't stop. Now I'm off to the clothing store. Yes. Okay, you head back out and rejoin. Peter comes out looking a little more homespun than you've probably ever seen him. Well, he was in his habit when we Yeah, met, that's true. Right? That's true. But it's been a while. In a I long mean, time. In a, yeah, we, oh, in a few days. Yeah. He looks like the little boys to remember. <laughs> okay, so you are back together and... Okay, so let's head over to um, Mkash. Yeah. You make your way across to the 8 o'clock position. The, the crowds have thinned quite a bit now. There's been about 20 minutes since the procession entered the, the great tent. And that gave you time to break the library <laughs> and try to schmooze the representative of Moriga. You make your way over to Imkash's, and he is just outside beginning to twitch the curtain into place to show that his store is closed when you arrive. Wait, wait. I, I'm sorry. We, we really need to. We really need to buy a change of clothes. Clothing. 
like 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 the really really nice ones. Yeah, we want fancy expensive clothes. We have money. I see. Come in, come in. And he turns around with a broad smile on his face <laughs> and he actually Foreigners. gives you a low flourishing bow gesturing into his store. Oh, I thank you. We, we 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 really need to look nice. Where are your best your best uh, clothing? Right clothes? this way. Come, <laughs> come 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 I show. How close to the clothing that he's showing us to Nettleford Perkins? Is it better on the same pa- on the same line or Nettleford Perkins has actually kind of maintained his Morrigan sensibilities. He's wearing trousers and a doublet or a tunic. Uh, it's very nice fabric, very well tailored. Now, if you wanted to go more the uh, Arbanim route and look more like they do, then that would be more flowing clothing. Yeah, what I do you think? That. They'll they'll respect us more so. or I be more so. inclined to help us if we look more like them. I think so. Let's let's get some good stuff and like uh, maybe not full gold and like um, no, silver wanna, inlay, but let, can we do like we maybe like some silver outline, in. just yes. like below? Okay, so Rich just colors, maybe. describe the clothing that you want. And then I'll come up with prices for them. I would like uh, some <laughs> off-white uh, J. Crew uh, pants. <laughs> with, I'm just joking. So, so like maybe like a, a natural linen style pant, um, maybe tapered toward the ankle a little bit, and then with a white tunic, uh, but outlined in silver. Just no, no, no designs on the inside, or maybe some like some theme. design, but it'll be stitching, stitching design, and maybe outlined in silver, um, and then. Um, yeah, and and you know, they, with with sleeves that come down, and I want like a cuff that's maybe about eight inches long, uh, so it's a nice clean, nice clean look under the arms. Gotcha. What, okay. What, what would that cost? There's something already kind of like that. That's what draws your eye to it, and you think, "Ooh, yeah, that would look good on me." And we'll get to the price. Tira. Uh. <laughs> she wants the full. <laughs> <laughs> no, she doesn't. <laughs> Well, what what are the ladies wearing? Yeah, what are the women in this town? They tend to wear more flowing robes, uh, not dresses, but robes that descend from the shoulder. And underneath, maybe a light sort of pants. Okay, I'll have that. Color? Red for my rage. (laughs) He he has all sorts of different colors available. So basically anything you say will be fine. Isn't isn't like purple like royalty? Maybe you should get like a light purple or something like that. Uh, I think the royalty royalty purple is going to be deeper than the light purple, isn't it? Right. So I'm saying once you get like maybe a lighter purple or something. Because you're definitely not royalty. I'm just joking. (laughs) Um, Well, I think she would be more inclined to want earth tone because we're trying to look... Impressive and fancy. Purple's fine. Purple will be good. Okay. But so not a light purple like that frilly shirt I had to wear. There's a lavender. <laughs> something deeper. Yeah. Okay. Got any greens or teals? Definitely greens. Man, I was going to go with a green. Now, what, what color? Green? What color is your hair? Red. Perfect. So the green would actually be a, a great complement to that. And there's a fabric that resembles somewhat the color of the library tent fabric that'll yeah that'll do okay is there anything you want to do to that do to it yeah as far as dressing it up making it look oh i have no i'm sorry i really have no idea. silver tracings or maybe even gold gold i think would be better on that color green okay uh so you tell him what you want and he sits back with a little scroll and a little quill and he's 
perched on his stool at the counter and he's jotting things down as you're saying them. And Peter has an order. Oh, that's right. I thought you were just going to wear your habit since you were the bodyguard. Being the bodyguard, I'll just, I, I could do my scale mill armor. But you um, were so hot in that, though. You just changed out of it. Yeah, I mean, we, we can go sometime in the evening when it's cooler. Well, we're going to be close on time. Why don't you just get a robe? Get a robe with, like, a large crotch. That way, when you kick, you can, you know. What on earth? <laughs> a large crotch? <laughs> yeah, don't you ever say the diamond, the diamond star oh. uh, pants that Chuck Norris wears? That's a large crotch. That way, when he does the fly-out kick, it doesn't yes. rip. Yeah, he's got. Or balloon pants, like MC Hammer. Yes. Too legit. <laughs> what on earth? <laughs> um, you'll be you'll be cooler, and you can move freely. In describe that what you would like. <laughs> I think we'll go the same as Bash, um, and just kind of like Sam clothing, but uh, it's instead of like a white tunic, I would like maybe a dark green of some sort. I'm wearing dark green. No. I'm not. <laughs> I don't know. You I, are. Thought, I thought you were going more. I thought you were going more of a lighter green. No, she went with that deep, dark green that's part of the library tent. Uh, fine, I'll go blue. Okay, that's good. Any 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 trimmings on that? Oh, uh... uh, let's go gold. He totals everything up. 150 gold. What? I give only the best. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is that pr- no, no, not okay. Yes, okay. No, you... you <laughs> I mean, I well, there's try. something that you could mention. We're Heroes of Ardalon? We're Heroes of Ardalon? Heroes of Ardalon! We're heroes of the entire planet. I mean, I could I could try a persuasion, because I... What, what's something we could mention? That we're on our way to see the Sardan? No. That we that would are ramp in the up slave the price. trade. No. Uh, no. <laughs> I. He's are, handsome? Who sent you here? Oh, oh, Cameron! Sent, oh, his friend! Yeah, yeah. Cameron sent us. Cameron uh, sent us. I see you and said good deal. Do, oh, Cameron! I, okay, I was going to do that because. <laughs> Pipe down, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, Cameron sent us specifically to you, you and say, said that you would do us really oh, well. Cameron, my friend, us, my yes. friend, yes, my friend. Oh, let's see. That changes things. Um, 200 gold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I he hate Cameron. <laughs> he owes me a lot of money. Uh, so you will settle his tab here then. 100 gold. It is. That seems brave. Look, three. gold. What do you say? 100 gold? Sounds good to us. I give you the best. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, since Peter already said it. Okay. All right. Well, I guess we're going. All right. So we pay him. All right. He scoops your gold into this elaborate bag that he has, and he slides it under the counter somewhere, disappears with a clink. And then he immediately goes and grabs the clothing, the base clothing that you picked out. He gives you the finger measure (laughs) for each of you. His tongue is sticking out. He's got pins stuck into a thing by his ear. You know, he's just all, he, he looks all business at the moment. And after a good 30 minutes of muttering to himself and humming and making all sorts of little comments that you can't really make out, he comes out with a flourish, clothes over one arm and over the other, and one that he drapes ever so gently over a chair, and you now have your clothes to put on. All right, excellent. I think we need to go, like, clean up next. Like, is there is there some, hey, um, Mcash? is there, like, a place where I can get my beard trimmed and, like, have, like, a bath? Uh, you should check with Cameron about that. 
Cameron's gonna trim my beard and give me. They a have services there. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. 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 All right. Let's go back, guys. Right. I guess. Oh. Thank you for visiting MCash. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. All right. So we're gonna head back to the tent. Okay. To talk to Cameron. <clears throat> yeah. And he hooks you up with all the grooming needs mm. that you have. Tira, he. They have a means of braiding your hair if you want to do that. How, it probably needs to be redone. However you want to do that. Can you put that. a little extra lavender in her bath? Cause <laughs> <laughs> Says the guy who wears furs in the desert. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> okay. okay. So you are now all prepared. you want to describe yourselves, how you're made up? Or? Yes. Okay. Of course he does. Let's start with Michael. <laughs> so uh, they've actually trimmed my beard on my side quite a bit. It's really, really, really close to the skin. It's still there, and I have more of like a goatee now at this point, and it's trimmed up all nice and neat. I have no dirt on me whatsoever, and I do smell of lavender and spices. Uh, my hair has been trimmed and pulled back into a ponytail because I told him I didn't want to cut my hair. Um, and I have my... Um, you're my white. digs on, yeah, my you're... digs on, and I've got some. I, I forgot to say, um, we I have some sandals um, that came along with that. That that was thrown in the price of the hundred. <laughs> of course, <gold>. of course. <laughs> and How so could I have overlooked? That? I, uh, yeah. I if if you, I, I think I think Percival Nettleford Perkins would take a double look uh, if he saw me at this point. I agree, Peter. What are you looking like? Well, I mean, I've just kind of washed myself off. My hair is trimmed. I shaved because I assume that I've been growing. Pierre yeah. doesn't do much facial hair. And what color blue did you pick? Uh, kind of like a like a sky blue or a darker like a blue. Darker blue, maybe okay. like a true blue. Okay, true and blue, baby, I love you. <laughs> no, sorry. And did you have any decoration on it, or was it just? Uh, it's got gold embroidery, mm. embroiderment, embroidery. Yes, that. Okay, no pattern the... really. It's just a, a design of. Maybe like geometric pattern or something. Yeah, sure. Okay. And uh, while I was getting changed in my room, I kind of walk, I kind of like accidentally kick over my bag and notice the cloak that I picked up in the tomb, pick it up half-heartedly and look through it. I feel oddly safe when I'm carrying it. But it is a little tatty looking. A little bit, yeah. It would not go well with the clothing that oh, you yeah. put on. Yeah, I wasn't planning on yeah. wearing it, but I just... Was noticing it. Okay. So you run your fingers across the ancient fabric and then just let it drop again. Yeah. And now you're ready. And Tira. All right. So I'm in my deep forest green. Uh, it, it's, it's sort of... <laughs> it's my so happy. Yeah. Um, I imagine the stitching, it's the, the gold thread. It's mostly just in the seams and stuff, you know, like around the kind of a bell sleeve, I guess. Right. But, like, the the seams around the edge would be of this gold thread, and I'm picturing kind of a split, you know, high up here, and then it's kind of a, a, a quick narrow V at the collarbone there, or at the sternum, rather. And that's also lined in gold with some, you know, swirl, whatever. Um, and my hair has been, you know, it's been, it took it down from the sand-filled, <laughs> stringy braids it, it, it was pretty dirty it's been washed and and i'm kind of uncomfortable with how flowery i smell but it's part of the gig i suppose but so it would re all three braids have been redone and almost in an even more um a more elaborate braids than what i usually used to do myself great and you're the last one out okay. and when she steps out 
you probably don't really even recognize her at Wolf first. Wolf whistles. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Don't do that. I don't. <laughs> Okay. I'd say so, I'd say Bash should be the one we hardly recognize. Yeah. I mean, close beard yeah, and fancy, true. clean, light fabric clothes. I mean, yeah. Wow, my Bash. Musk, my musk smell. Yeah. Benson mum. Bash Benson mum. Okay, so great. You are ready to go. Yes, we're all spiffed up and ready to make an impression. This and better work. Is all I got to say. It is now about three in the afternoon. Are we going in now? That's up to you. Are we going in now? I'd like to stop off at the at the place inside of our blue tent where I can get some cha. You're in the blue tent. Okay, yeah. I'd like to go someplace in there, like where I can see the door and okay. see our rooms, and then I like, kind of like wait for a minute to see if. Uh, um, oh, he never told me that. Hey, uh, I uh, oh, I heard some noise next door. Um, did you hear any noise next door? We were getting changed. Yeah, I think that was uh, Perkins or whatever his name. Wait is. a minute, he's next door to us. I believe so. Huh. Um, do we still kind of hear him rustling around in there? You're back out in the lobby. But I mean, when we were in... When in you were the... in there, you heard maybe okay. a little bit. Okay. But it went quiet pretty quick. Okay, um, let's. we're in the lobby now. Um, where can we go to where we can sort of have some, some cha already waiting? I just feel like there. we haven't eaten anything. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's a place where you can do that. Okay. All right, so we sit there. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say, hey, Peter, why don't, why don't, uh, why don't you go invite uh, Percival Nectern pajamas over <laughs> to uh sit with us at the table um oh, i can't eat with that man we we have to we have to figure out what's going on with and try to find a mesh at least what i'm thinking is like look they've got to travel from here to moriga right mm-hmm. so so at least on the way we might be able to if we can identify if it's truly a mesh in there somehow we can at least notify the scorpion that this is the caravan they need to try to get their girl brother, I'm thinking. True. All right. Makes sense. All right, I'll see what I can do. So okay, I... so, so we're sitting, uh, Tira and I are sitting there drinking cha. I'm going to have to make nice. Maybe some, we have some shish kebab a little bit, uh, maybe some chickpea and like hummus or something like that. Uh, <laughs> There's some savory dishes there. Fantastic. Cool savory some, dishes. Some stuffed dates with, uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I, I, go, I go down to Percival's room and I kind of, outside of each door to the sleeping chamber there's a wooden post that is there specifically for the purpose of being able to knock on yeah i was about to, i was about to ask about that so i kind of knock on it i i telepathy over to him but by accident because i'm not really in control and i'm thinking man i really hope he graciously asks him to join us saying that basically expressing that we would pay for everything oh dear okay as, as i hear that i turn around i'm like yeah i know wait bash who is it oh <clears throat> uh, yeah it's a uh, good evening. Good afternoon. Sorry, Mr. 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 Oh, it's you. <laughs> Peter Greyhawk is your name. I have not introduced myself yet to him. You, like by name, by name. Anyway, so I, I, I say, um, I was kind of wondering if you would like to have lunch. I can't talk. Would you like to come sit with us? We will pay for a meal. My word. <laughs> we hear this all the way from the... Yeah, Tira's down there going... <laughs> yeah, there's no telepathy here. She's like... <laughs> her, her hair pops out of the braids. Yeah. <laughs> I was wondering if you would like to have dinner with us. We will pay for oh. the meal. The curtain draws back and he's standing there in 
evening dress. It's not like bedtime, but he's it's got curlers it, on. <laughs> he's, 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 he's got his mud mask jet. on his face. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's got the spa thing and the cucumbers. Yeah. Yeah. No, he he is dressed for evening attire. Still very social, socially aware and everything, but uh, just more like the evening dress. Um, hmm. I am feeling a bit peckish. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Where are you intending to go? Oh, just at, just in the parlor, wherever they. Oh, how me. droll! Uh, let me punch him. Uh, yes, let me come sit with you for a bit. Okay. He steps out, and again, he tries to squeeze around you without touching you. He, he hasn't noticed how Peter's dressed or smells. He gives you kind of a an up and down look. And you can see he raises his eyebrows in a moment of surprise, but then it passes, and he, I guess he sees through to the... He hasn't brushed his teeth. Maybe Peter hasn't, so therefore he's sent some yellow He teeth. sees through to the village lad <laughs> underneath the clothing. All right, Bash, it's up to you, man. <laughs> Please. Oh, my goodness. I have to pee. <laughs> well, anyway, well, so I, I just follow him out to the parlor... Or wherever. Aren't you we're... supposed to leave him? You're inviting him to join you. Yes, I do that instead. <laughs> <laughs> Peter bumbles his way into the front and leads Parsifal Nettleford Perkins out <clears throat> to the lobby That's where you, Womberbash, and Tira are seated. And you see him come around the corner and it's game on. <laughs> okay, so as he approaches, as I see him, I stand up. And I say, uh, please, sir, ha- have a seat right here. Oh, thank you. And he looks at you with squinting eyes. And then I guess he connects. Oh, I know who you are. And he sits down and he immediately pulls one of the napkins off the table and gives it a flap and <laughs> places it gently in his lap. It settles into place. And he looks over at you and his eyes go soft for a moment. Lady. Oh, no. Oh, he's a creeper. He's a creeper. He takes your hand, and he just brushes his lips over the back of your hand. <laughs> it's still wet when you pull your hand back. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Tira vomits in her mouth a little bit and quickly swallows it. <laughs> uh, please, sir, would you like some chai? We have some mint chai right here for you. Oh, yes. Please. <laughs> He swirls it for a bit and then smells it and then swirls it for a bit and then sets it down. So I trust uh, you had a a lucrative day today. Oh, yes. I should be returning home tomorrow with a full compliment in tow. I see. Hey, he's he's I'm playing the, now. I'm man. not the he's only playing. one sitting at this table, by the way. I know, I know. Well, it's taking all in me to do just this part. I know. <laughs> yeah, I I'm know. too ashamed to just talk. <laughs> okay, you have to remind me now. Why are we sitting with this guy? Are we, are we hoping he'll introduce us to this, Sir Dan? Oh, no, no, no. no, no. Uh, yeah, how, how, the sli- how the slaves are being transported well, to Well, more. we're trying to find out if Amesh is one of the three uh, human slaves that I he see. has. <laughs> and we That's do know from Peter that they all are part of the package. So it's not like we can buy one if a mesh is even in this one uh, basically right. we need more information if there are a, b- a whole bunch of other 
uh, human slaves, which we found out there's not a lot. He might have the only three here. We had to find all that information out. Okay, gotcha. That was kind of an important piece of the puzzle I was missing. Well, why, why are we talking to him? I forget. He's following all this very quizzically. <laughs> We're not oh, talking. Oh, you already figured this out before. Hey, this idiot. <laughs> so I, I turn over to Parsifal and I go, so about the humans. <laughs> Oh, you know, no, no, no. I'm not talking. I am not talking. Okay, go, 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 honey, go, go. I'm not allowed to speak anymore. <laughs> no, so about the humans. <laughs> Self-imposed ban. I, I, I find it, I find it very um, different here than I've ever been before. Um, I, I've never. Oh, there's nothing like Moraga, yeah, is there? No, no, no. Um, I, I do like Moraga quite a bit, but it's, it's a little intriguing around here. I, I never thought that a desert place could be so cool, yet while in, still in the sun in these tents and stuff. So I, I, I find it interesting. Yes. <laughs> Rather. What would you like to have this evening to eat? Oh, they know what I like. I'll have mm. what he's having. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, boy. Comes out with snails or something. After a moment, they do come out with a tray of various cuts of meat and yes. cool vegetables and yogurt dishes and so on. So it's just a full spread, and it, it looks like it will fill you up rather nicely. Excellent choice, sir. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm, She's breaking radio silence. <laughs> I'm try- I know, because I'm, I'm afraid to speak. Uh, me, not Tira. I'm afraid to speak because I want to... I know I'd be super rude, but... We also need something from this guy. I'm not sure how much, how easy it will be for Tira to play act effectively. You know, I also, she's super impulsive. I want to just blurt out with like, so Peter tells us you've got three human slaves (laughs) in your shipment today. But then... (sighs) When do you do back to it to Morga? There you go. See, you have a better... Well, the journey across the sand... The ship docking at Isling, and then, of course, making my way all the way to Fair Winds with a full complement of slaves. Oh, I would expect it would be about three weeks. Have you ever been to Sedge? Oh, that dirty little hole. Yeah, you, you, you don't travel that way, I'm oh, sure. I go by it, but only because the road goes that way. It's amazing that such dissolute little corners of... The Republic still exists like that. Yeah, it was interesting. Well, of course, we've never been this way before, so we, we unfortunately had to go through Sedge. Um, but th- mm. that said, um, you must let us know but when, you're back, uh, when you're heading back. Are you heading back tomorrow? We leave tomorrow, yes. Okay, excellent, excellent. We're here, we're here trying to get some information. We're, we're trying to write some history of this area, but of course, you know, it's, it's, we're a little lacking. We tried to get into the library and didn't realize that we needed permission from the Sudan. Ah, uh, yes, actually... the vizier. Everything goes through the vizier. Uh, is, is he a pretty easy guy to talk to? Do you think we'd have a chance to get a permission just to enter the library, of course? If anyone has the Sudan's ear, it is the vizier. Okay, excellent, excellent. Do you know the, uh, the vizier personally? Oh, Arav? Yes, oh, of course. Do you think you might be able to introduce us? I could. Okay, excellent, excellent. Oh, but you leave tomorrow. Would it be impertinent of me to ask that we maybe do this this evening? Impertinent, yes. Would it be too much trouble for you? I suppose I have enough time to fit you in, yes. Okay, excellent. I was going to go to the Grand Tent anyway. Okay. All right, uh, may we join you? 
Tira tries to sit up as straight as she can with an innocent look plastered hey, on her pull, face. Hey, uh, pull on your tunic up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Show them little leg. No. Show them your short, stubby, muscular little legs. Say. They've got scars all over them. Yeah, right? <laughs> what on earth? <laughs> he rolls his eyes a little bit. Yes, you may come with me. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Wow, Bash is getting all... <laughs> Where did this come from? Social Gracie. He's been reading. Read it in a book. I, like, <laughs> literally, Peter has the highest charisma of all three of us. The, uh, with yeah. 16. Yeah. And here we have Bash, who is really, really doing well with 10. Your charisma is 10. <laughs> <laughs> I peed myself three times while talking. <laughs> All right, so you finish your food, and Nettleford Perkins uh, then pulls out a pipe from somewhere and begins to smoke it. And before you know it, it's actually going on five in the evening. It's this is an extended yeah. meal. Um, excuse me, Mister Nettleford Perkins. Yes. How? <laughs> Not, not that I would ever wish to rush your pipe smoking, but I wonder how late the Serdan takes audience with people. Oh, you're right. He turns his pipe and dumps it onto the wooden floor of the disc, uh. <laughs> taps it, and then waves at one of the at Cameron to come over. We'll be going now. I dropped something. We'll be on our way. Don't worry. <laughs> I take out a piece of silver and I put it on the uh, table and say, thank you, Cameron. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. <laughs> okay. Parsifal stands up and straightens himself, making sure that he looks every bit as good as he thinks he does. Mm-hmm. And then he marches down the stairs, not even looking back to see if you're following and heads toward the entrance to the Grand Tent. All right. And we pay for the meal, I'm assuming. Yeah, that's all going to be part of your yeah. settling. Yeah. Okay, you are following him, I assume, and mm-hmm. you make your way back where one of the guards pulls the tapestry aside and allows you entrance. And inside is the vizier in his stark black clothing. He's already talking with Mr. Nettleford Perkins. As you come in, the vizier straightens and looks at you, and he says, <coughs> You will follow me. <coughs> that was easy. <laughs> Why is he coughing like that? I don't know. Maybe he just vaped. He just vaped. Signal of some kind? I, I don't know. Let's follow him. Does someone Wait, need how healing? That, how do we know that Nelford Perkins didn't sell us out and we're actually being arrested or something? But we what done have we done? Yeah, Are you we... coming <laughs> or what? Coming, sir. Sorry. I have a bad feeling about this. I think he's trying to signal the other guards, but... Let's I... follow him. Let's can, follow do him. I have like a... Can I just I... think he has an upper respiratory, you have, respiratory problem. You can do insight. <laughs> yes, I was going to say, can I check on something? Yeah. Can I know whether he's doing this for real or not? Give us an insight check. All right. I don't have it blacked in, but okay. You're not going to use the three thing, are you? Natural one. Oh my goodness. Nope, seems legit. 
I, I see Tira's blank expression, and I feel like I should look into it for some <laughs> <No>! reason. <laughs> All right, let's follow him. I love these dice. Like, <laughs> Birthday <yeah>. dice. <laughs> mm-hmm. I guess we just follow him like good little sheep. <laughs> <laughs> you leave this entryway, which is a pretty broad hallway, and enter a much larger room, which on the far side has this vast sea of pillows. And lounging on this pile of pillows is the young man that you saw earlier stepping out of the howda from the camels. And as you come into the room, the vizier is already standing just inside the door, bowing to the Suodan. Okay, I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna get down on my knees, like uh, with, with them facing forward, and I'm going to bow as well. Um, not like all the way down, but I'm gonna bow and say, it's an honor, your eminence. Oh, wow. He waves. I Tira, bow. what are you doing? I still think this is a setup. I don't think he's the it's real It's a trap! Sir. I don't think he's the real Sudan. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Okay, um, I, I think I'm just standing there. I'm bowing along okay. alongside Bash. I'm behind. I, I'm standing back. You hear the hissing whisper of the vizier. Get down. Fine. <laughs> <clears throat> what is with this coughing? I don't. Are you bowing yet, or? I'm on my knees, I guess. <laughs> She gets to her knees also, and once all three are on their knees, the vizier straightens back up. Mm-hmm. You may approach. <laughs> okay, so I, I stand up and I, I slowly move forward. Um, am I gestured to sit down at all, or do I just stand? No, you will stand. Okay. As you approach from his position, the vizier says, Oh, give it a water. <laughs> These are the three who Mr. Nettleford Perkins introduced. <coughs> he props himself up a little higher on his elbow, the Sudan, and he says, A welcome to Jama. You are from Moriga, no? Yes, yes. and even yes. then further. I studied in Moriga. I love Moriga. Excellent, excellent. Um, I, 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 Moriga's I great. <laughs> Moriga, 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 Moriga. It's the best place to like Verdalon. <laughs> um, we just uh, need to get into the library. Yes, sir. We 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 are travelers from from uh, from Moriga and and even beyond. Uh, and and we'd love to learn a little bit more history about this area. We're we're trying to compile some history ourselves. You want to know about Seth Arban? Yes, absolutely. And history? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Oh, and he sits up and actually stands up, and you can hear from behind you the vizier gasps that the Sordan would stand. The Sordan gives him a little gesture, and he backs out of the room with a mumbled, "Yes, O light of the sun," <laughs> and disappears back out into the hallway. So, you are from Moriga, and I do not see the fancy airs that you give yourself. I, I love the clothes, but you're not like Mr. Nettleford Perkins. N- uh, no, sir. No, we, we, we're not. We wanted, to, we wanted to pay respect to this culture and this area, so we decided to put... You did it tastefully, like... and he's walking around behind <laughs> you, and you can just... It's not that he's being creepy. He's just yeah. getting a, a full look at the, the clothing that you put on it. And who's this young lady? <laughs> this fine who's this young <laughs> I didn't see her because you guys were standing in front of her. <laughs> well, uh, I would be happy to help your scholarship. Well, we, I appreciate that, uh, Your Eminence. We, we, we tried to go to um, your library here, but then they, of course, informed us that we needed your permission, of course, to enter. So. Ah, yes. My father's rules. 
Some things die hard. Uh, you need a token, yes? Yes, yes. please. Yes, we do. <coughs> There's a There's a cough. He coughs into his hand and gives us the air from his hand. <laughs> I give you air from my lungs. Uh, air from my lungs. Take it and go. <laughs> I will have that written up for you soon. Thank you very much. I really appreciate it. And... You don't have to be terribly perceptive, but you can hear footsteps outside the room as he says that. And within a minute, somebody comes in and gets down on the knee in front of you and holds up a silver platter that has a token on it. I pick it up. Okay, Peter, you now have a token in addition to the passport. Yes. Is there anything uh, anything that we could do for you? Well, you could get rid of the scorpion of the desert. Uh, <laughs> the scorpion what? of the desert? She has been plaguing us for oh, years and years and years. You mean this is a woman? Yes. How, how do you mean, plaguing you? It is a long story. One that I wish I could make better in the telling But my ancestors destroyed her ancestors' kingdom. And since then, there has been bad blood between us. I have tried to make things right. I can understand that her people are not rich. They are not powerful. And I have tried to give them gifts, but they always spurn them. They always try to attack us every time we move. And now my army must be larger to protect us. The only stroke of luck that I've had recently was taking her brother. I will not be letting that one go soon. Um, forgive me, sire, but I mean, truly, we've seen the greatness of this place. Are they really so much of a threat? You would be surprised what determination can do. You took her brother as a prize? I hoped it would be more of a deterrent, that it would keep them from attacking us. I am treating him well, although he is imprisoned. Forgive me, Eminence, but, you know, maybe, maybe taking, taking this scorpion's brother um, might actually just feel or fuel a fire, wouldn't you say? That was my argument, but the vizier, my, my trusted advisor, thinks otherwise. Is his name Jafar, by any chance? <laughs> <laughs> no, it is Arav. He said Aram? Arav. A R A F. Thank you for spelling that more. <laughs> in you English. are welcome. You say you have him imprisoned here in the city. Yes. Hmm. What do you want to know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this whole situation is is most unfortunate. Something doesn't sound right. I'm not saying that like out loud. This is kind of. <laughs> Something I'm, I'm feeling like me that you're I'm wondering. No, it's like now I'm wondering. Okay, have we, have we been played? Well, I, like I said before, there's always two sides to a right. story. You never know. But which the two sides are like basically opposites. Right, but if he did take her brother, that's just yeah. that's gonna set her set her off. Yeah, beyond belief. Um, I wish there was something we could do. Of course, we're not in the business of fighting off scorpions in deserts, but. Yeah. When we head back to um, Moraga, will we will we run into this scorpion? There is no telling, I suppose. I cannot guarantee your safety outside these walls. I hope we don't have a run-in with this person. But okay, well, you know, Your Eminence, I I don't mean to keep you. I, I know you're very busy, 
um, I really appreciate everything you've told us. This is excellent history. Um, may we have permission to write this history down? You have my permission. Thank you so much. <laughs> and you bow your way out of yeah, the room. Thank you. Yeah, really. Out in the hall, well, you back into the vizier. And as you turn around and look behind you, his towering figure looks down at you. <coughs> Are you done? <laughs> uh, uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. We're, 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 we're done, done for now. Then please leave. Thank you. <laughs> don't need to tell Here's me your twice. Hat. What's your hurry? Hey, what's the coughing? I don't say that. I have consumption, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay. All right, so we got an earshot of Araf and all that other stuff? Giraffe? Yes. (laughs) You are outside the Grand Tent. You have a token. For the library. You also know... That he's in prison. That Amesh is in prison. In the city. In the city. And I don't like this place because there's so much underhanded, (sighs) crazy... It sounds like... The Sudan's be sort of being controlled by the vizier. It totally sounds like that. I, I this whole thing feels off. I mean, the Sudan's version of events is basically the opposite of Thadia's version. Is it really the opposite? I mean, he did admit to his ancestors taken away, but he just said then after that that he tried giving as much over to her to make peace as possible. I suppose so, but she didn't mention anything about that. Right, she just mentioned the part that he mentioned where his ancestors took it away, and this guy's... But how did he think that taking her brother would somehow make everything better? Remember, it was the vizier that that, that told him to do it, not him. He argued against it. (gasps) And Sadia said that the Sudan was really just kind of a puppet or a fake. I think that vizier is really... Sounds like we need to assassinate Araf. (laughs) <laughs> and that's where we're going to end it. <laughs> what? Oh. Man. But before we conclude. Okay. In the north and west. Yes. A lone figure chained to the wall of a dank underground prison shifts slightly, head raising and breath streaming white in the damp air. He inhales and coughs wetly but a slow smile stretches across his handsome face. In a firelit cave, in a land of ice and stone, a wizened face looks to the west. In the darkness, which seems to be heightened by the flickering of flames from a smoky fire, a querulous voice asks, Is it time, master? On the deck of a ship, a lean figure clinging to the rigging of a storm-tossed ship squints against the lashing rain as he races his face to the northwest. He laughs into the teeth of the wind and shouts, Is it time, master? Three figures on two tired horses head into a night-blanketed land of wild scrub. Two of the figures stir. One wears a beaked mask that seems to sniff the air expectantly. The larger figure shifts a giant axe on its back, moving hesitantly, almost fearfully, as he senses something in the air. The beaked figure speaks, Is it time, master? The chained figure looks into the distance, seeming to peer beyond his prison walls from under a lowering gaze. Soon, my children, soon, be at your work, raise your armies, and then move to the pillars. You know your places. It will be soon. His voice echoes with unnatural loudness, seeming to roll right through the very stones of his prison. 
His eyes roll back with exhaustion from his effort, and his head drops back down. In the desert country, the evening of Seth Arban, a chill runs through Tira, Womberbash, and Peter. The breeze dragging across the sand echoes with the faintest sibilance, seeming to say, <laughs> Let's talk experience points. <clears throat> Ooh, buddy. You know some things now. We do. A lot of things. We've explored more of the city. You've explored more of the city. I will give you two more exploration points. <laughs> exploration. Bring... Exploration. Oh, okay, okay. You have discovered that Amesh is being held prisoner in the city. Indeed, he's not part of the shipment to go out with... Mr. Nettleford Perkins. Natty Watt. Natty Perk. Natty Perk. <laughs> and. Do we get a point for that or something? Yeah, why don't you take, a, <laughs> take one point for that? Yeah. And I think as far as given experience points go, that's good. I especially liked Peter's initial plan mm-hmm. for getting, arranging a meeting with the Surdan about claiming that you were historians yeah. writing a book. So I'll give you three for that, Peter. Yes. That's a good, good idea. All right, let's talk Norse battle here. I think I think um, Jerry should get something for breaking the library. <laughs> <laughs> I broke the library. <laughs> you get the bill. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> well, I, I do think it was clever for them to try and push one of the bookshelves out of the way so as to let them sneak in. Mm-hmm. Even though it didn't work? Even though it didn't work. Why don't you both take one experience point for that? Well, I definitely think Bash needs some points for basically taking over the diplomacy role when <laughs> yes, please. Tira was too angry to speak and Peter couldn't get three words out. <laughs> Take three. This is going to bump you way ahead. No kidding. He's going to be way ahead of us. <laughs> Anything else? Uh, we all look snazzy now. You do. <laughs> you get three style points each. Style points! <laughs> that doesn't equate to anything. Say, it doesn't equate to any points. <laughs> But I've got Adidas uh, sandals. <laughs> oh, no. Air Hurachi. <laughs> yeah. I want to know what that coughing is about. Mm-hmm. I thought for sure that that was like a signal. You know what I'm saying? Like a, like a secret, not to stress code because he wasn't under duress, but I'm just saying like a secret code like these people are imposters or they're mm. trouble and as soon as they walk through the door arrest them you know <coughs> arrest them <coughs> yeah but it didn't seem anyway. like it after a while because he kept coughing I know it didn't but there's still something about it there's so- something there, that, that is a thing I guess it's not a danger code but he's the only one that does it so it's a, it's a thing of some sort but he could have a cold that's not it anything else Brett put that in there very intentionally Nothing that I can think of. Okay, let's go through the recap. All right. All right, so Tira is 29 points into level four. Womberbash is 49 points into level four. Peter Greyhawk is 30 experience points into level four. Okay. Great job, everyone. I really liked watching you puzzle through some things this evening. It was just a lot of fun seeing you try to negotiate some of these social interactions. <laughs> But next time should be a little bit more fun as far as getting into the library now that you've got the way to get in there. We will conclude here for this time, and we will see you again next time here at Stack of Dice.
other day and it came up on Amazon and I started reading the reviews and I thought to myself that was pretty good. Uh, let me see if I can find this one too. Uh, this one is <laughs> Tuscan Dairy Whole Vitamin D Milk Gallon 128 Fluid Ounces. That's the official name of the product. My wife gave birth to our firstborn in a bathtub filled with Tuscan whole milk. She felt no pain at any stage. He is now five years old and completing his PhD in quantum biomechanics. This milk is easily twice as good as Tuscan half milk. Save yourself some hassle and just spring for the whole. Truly, the whole is greater than the sum of its parts. Thanks, Tuscan. <laughs> I cannot say that Tuscan whole milk, one gallon, 128 fluid ounces, was entirely responsible for my winning the Sveriges Reichsbank Nobel Prize in Economic Sciences. However, I would be remiss in not mentioning it. Be careful. There is no warning on the label, but this product severely damaged my iPhone when I immersed it. <laughs> And there are 1,670 reviews all along those lines. 